It's time for Golf DMV, highlighting golf in D.C., Maryland, Virginia, and anywhere else they travel. If you love golf and like to laugh, Golf DMV is your place. This ain't your stuffy, snobby, boring golf show. It's Golf DMV. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Golf DMV, uh, brought to you in part by Cache Spine Sports, conveniently located right off the Capitol Beltway in Silver Spring, Maryland. You got to get your back right. Got to get your neck right. Uh, please see Dr. Smith. By the way, uh, we still haven't got a wedding update. Something's telling me that she's not like she was just joking when she said she would invite us to the wedding and allow us to broadcast live at the reception. I think she was lying about that because she hasn't even mentioned the wedding since we talked to her about this and did the interview. But don't worry, people. Uh, if, if, if we find out what day and location, we're just going to show up and do it one way or the other. Um, you know, uh, because, listen, LB, uh, she's like family now, right? I mean, yeah, she's one of us. Exactly. And so what kind of people don't invite family to wedding? Although I guess I didn't invite everybody I'm related to. Uh, you know, let's not even talk about that. That's getting into family drama. <laughs> Very special show today, ladies and gentlemen. It's, spe- it's always special because LB and Vern's in the house. But we've got my man, Coach Lou Howard. On You've heard about him on previous uh, podcasts. Every time I'm around the dude, I turn up. Vern actually brought this up. He said, Claude, you kind of turn into a different dude when Coach Howard's, you know, around. And I admit, I think I do. It's something about his energy. You know, I think it's New York. I don't know what it is. Something about his energy that just makes me turn up a little bit. So this is going to be an interesting show. Coach, what up? Yo, yo, what's the deal, kid? Thanks for having me <laughs> on, man. Appreciate you guys for getting me on. Well, thank you for blessing us with your presence, man. We got a lot to talk Absolutely. about. He's going to hang out with us for the whole show. We got PJ stuff to talk about uh, as far as Kevin Nye uh, winning the Sony Open. Uh, uh, we've got uh, – and also going to talk a little bit about this whole meltdown that it seemed like Brandon Steele had. Uh, and Vern's got one of these uh, very intriguing questions for us uh, that we'll get to a little bit later um, in the show. But first, first we want to – you know, like I said, we've talked about you a lot on the show, Coach. want to introduce people to you um, uh, a little bit here. Uh, you coach at Oxen Hill, Coach Bass basketball and also golf I, and I wasn't aware that Oxen Hill had a golf team well here's here's it's, it's a I am currently the head basketball coach at Oxen Hill High School I was uh the, the basketball coach at Largo High School for 17 years and right. that's where I actually met Vern and and Rusty and the crew mm-hmm. uh almost 20 some odd years ago uh and I currently still work I teach at Largo High School, nice. and I'm the head golf coach at Largo High School. Oh, sweet. Oh, sweet, sweet. Okay. okay, so I thought it was – okay, nice, yeah. nice, nice. Okay, so, you know, let's get into it a little bit. So you coach basketball, you coach golf. Do you see any similarities between the psychological aspect as a coach or how you get your players motivated to play both sports? Any similarities, uh, and what are some of the differences? Well, golf's a totally individual sport, and that, that's in, in all realms. Uh, it's totally individual, and basketball is team. So basketball is together. We're going to get everybody on the same page, selfishness, right. and, and move those things away. Golf is – I got to focus in on that next shot, uh, my lie, uh, what, what the other opponent is, could be doing, but not necessarily from a team perspective. Is, is, in, that, in that way, Coach, is it, is it easier or hard? Because with the team part, you do have to manage, like, egos – and you have to get people to fall back and get into the team part. Is is it easier or is it just different when you're dealing with an individual where it's just like, hey, there's no – because even the other golfers, you can tell them not to worry about them. It's really all on you. It's what you do. Absolutely. And, and that's, that, that's what separates a lot. Uh, I was watching the, um, the Tiger show, Tiger right. 2, last uh, night. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just the, the, the mental 
uh, that, that he has for the level of excellence he has been able to show for over 20 years, most of our, our lifetimes at this point. Uh, but teaching the, the young mind uh, to be able to sustain that, that measure of focus from, the, from T to green. Um, and then it's the consistency piece. Um, you know, you don't got a whole lot of kids that are, that are going saying, Hey, let me get a ride to the golf course. Cause I got golf practice. Right. right. And so right. as, as you went to the gym, you know what I'm saying? Hey, right. let me take, let me take Mike, Johnny and, and, uh, and Brent over to the community center. They can hook mm-hmm. up and play five on five. You know what I'm saying? So it's a little different when you're saying, Hey, let's take my golf clubs and, and can I get a ride to the course? Can I get a ride mm-hmm. to Oak Creek? Or can I get a ride to Enterprise? So it's a full commitment from from parent um, early on, and then seeing it through with that measure of consistency all the way to uh, hopefully when they have an opportunity to compete at the high school level, and then uh, matriculating to the college level as well. You talked about that commitment early on. Talk a little bit about how you got in golf. Did you start playing golf when you were, you know, when you were in high school and things like that, or was that post? Like high school and all that jazz. Post high school, post college. Mm-hmm. I didn't start playing till I was actually uh, about 35, 35, okay. 36 years old. Uh, and I always thought golf was corny. And, <laughs> you know, being from growing up in New York, I was just like, yo, golf is corny. I don't want to do that. It's a bunch of people that don't look like me out there playing. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're chasing this white ball. And then, uh, you know, obviously later in life, stages of life that we all go through, uh, and changes and things and what have you, it's become the most comforted, comforting thing for me to be able to come out, hang out with my guys, mm-hmm. uh, have a tea in the morning. Uh, that my <laughs> man, is uh, you know, have a tea and uh, just just relax and, and and hit my ball. And it, mm-hmm. it has become addictive. Uh, By the way, nice. that tea and that cider in the morning that Vern's provi- Vern provides, I lobbied hard for you to get some because you do remember there was a round where we oh, played. Man, he didn't bring go. you any. And, I was, you know, you and I, now I'm on the list. I think you've been bumped down a little bit, too. Well, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I, I'm <laughs> actually, no, you're right. And, and so there was two things I lobbied for. I said, you know, you got to stop bringing Coach some of this cider, number one. Right. And you got to stop making him like the 13th person you call when you try to get a tea time. Like, you got to move him up. Because there's some dudes we play with that I'd rather he call you first, but I don't put the tea time. I just show up. And I can, I can dig it. I understand, you know, that the Saturday thing, uh, obviously, due to the pandemic and the stuff that's going on, uh, we've got a lot more time on our hands. So when Vern mm-hmm. makes the call, he makes the call usually on, on, on like a Tuesday, yeah. Saturday, I can get that all day long. Right. You know, I, I wasn't in his A group. I wasn't in his A group. <laughs> and I was a little upset about that. My score does not reflect me not being in A group. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Should be in the eight group. Hey, look, if the scores reflected, I wouldn't be in the eight group for sure. In the eight group, <laughs> that's true. I, I wouldn't be in my own group. Yeah. Oh, so, coach, you know, it's so funny because you know you you have you know just different personalities and stuff when people get together and play and and, and you know you get to know people and stuff. And one of the the uh, funny things about when I first started uh, playing with you was you know you always want to know is there any action going on with this round before we start. Like the first thing you ask is yo what's What's happening with this what guy? I just, I just want to know where we at. <laughs> what we doing? I just need to know. I need to know what we doing. We playing straight up. You know, lift, clean in place. Something on the line. Five, five, five. Nassau. Playing overall score. What, what we doing? I just need to know so I know how to program myself. Exactly. My musical selection. My cigar selection. I need right. to know how I got to get everything flowing for the entire round. 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so I, you know, when it comes to a little bit of action, you know, in, in, in your rounds, I'm assuming, uh, you know, that that's something that, that, that you do, it seems like, if, um, if your group's doing it. If your group's doing it. Okay. If your group's doing it. And, you, you know, yeah, most people that I play with now, they, you know, something's going on. Okay. Okay. The, so I, you, do, I, you gotta have, I'm sorry, go ahead, Vern. I was gonna say there was a shared lingo too amongst people who know because when I, I think I don't think you were there, Claude, when I had uh Lou and Damon play at seventeen fifty seven and Glenn, as soon as soon as Lou asked what's going on, Damon was like one per hole, uh no carryovers. We he he immediately jumped into it. <laughs> like like the two I mean they played together before, but not not yeah. often. But right. like, just, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Was, you know, I mean you know that's the question it's a general question. Yeah. If it's something you wanna do, it makes it a little more competitive. It does. I like it. As well, and, and it gets you focused and dialed in. And, uh, you know, you just want to try to hit your ball as well as you possibly can. You've got yeah, to have I'll, some funny uh, gambling stories on the course. On the, on well, not a whole lot. Okay. Not a whole lot, because uh, a lot of people don't want to gamble. So, mm-hmm. you know, okay. Thanksgiving, 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 <laughs> we played on Thanksgiving this year at, at mm-hmm. Oak Creek. It was 20 guys. We had 20 guys. Everybody had to put a $25 uh, – it was a $25 skin pot. Oh, so, I don't know, what was that, $580, something mm-hmm. like that? 20 times 25, five – it was like five five something. Yeah. Um, so, each each uh, each birdie – birdies are the only thing that stood up. Nobody had any eagles. Uh, mm-hmm. You remember Thanksgiving, it was almost 70 degrees that, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. morning. And we all mm-hmm. – we, we started off at 945. We finished about 230. Um I ended up, I got a birdie. I got a birdie on number 12 at, at, at Oak Creek and uh, had a great shot, shot in. It was 165 yards. And uh, number 12 at Oak Creek is the only hole-in-one I've ever had. I've only had one hole-in-one. Okay. And I didn't have it that day, but I had it a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, but, you, but it, it can be said that you played that hole well, though. So when you stepped up to the tee box, you were yeah, feeling hella confident. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. like, okay, I know what it is. I'm either going to play a 7-iron or, or – or a slight eight iron because right. the pin was in the pin was in the front this day, so I, I hit a, a, a light eight iron off the hill. If you know Oak Creek, you know mm-hmm. that number twelve's got the hill, and it'll roll down and trickle down. It's a par three, yep. so it, it'll trickle down. I hit a good shot, and, and I got the birdie. The birdie was worth eighty two bucks. Nice. So, mm-hmm. That that, and I, <laughs> I only got one, but that was worth eighty two bucks. So that was good. that was a good day. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So, what did you t- you mentioned Oak Creek a couple times? What are your favorite courses to play in the area? I'll play anywhere. I'll mm-hmm. play anywhere. I love to play renditions. Renditions is a great course. Uh, most ones that we play around here: Renditions, University of Maryland, mm-hmm. uh, Oak Creek, um, uh, Enterprise, of course. Mm-hmm. Enterprise mm-hmm. is where we where we practice. Um, <laughs> so that is a, that's like almost like the home course. Sure. Uh, oh, you mean like the Largo golf team practice? For the golf Correct. team, yeah. Correct. I got you. Largo gotcha. golf okay. team practices there. Uh, and just traveling. Traveling all all over. Mm-hmm. Anywhere I'm going, my clubs can – I got right. a bag. So anywhere you're invited, you'll be there, right? Like the time we played out at uh, – what's that place? Raspberry Falls. You came no. out there and played. Yep. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a problem with going. I love to travel. And as long as it's guys – you know, having a consistent group of 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 of, of guys that you play with, right. where you know their games, and golf is a, is a gentleman's game. Uh, whereas everybody, you, we know each other. Like we know, Vern's never going to be on time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Probably like fifteen minutes before. You know, if we're that. all in there. I'm coming in hot. 
And then we're like, no, man, it's fine. You know, I don't expect Bernie to be, be early. Claude's going to call the day before whether he's coming or not. Because <laughs> remember what I look like half the time. He'll walk right by me and, and, and won't say nothing. Well, you walk past me, too. Don't, say don't get it twisted right, right, right. now. <laughs> so, you know, and, uh. and just knowing your, your guys. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, in everybody, you got, like you said, most people have like that. A A group, a B group, a C group, because everybody's doing different things. And planning um, is important when you're going out and everybody's got other responsibilities, family-wise, children, dogs, cats, right. whatever you're doing. <laughs> Those responsibilities that you gotta let. You know, my wife would know that I'm, I'm gonna play on Saturday morning at at, at nine, and I'm she, who are you playing with? You know, that's the question. Oh, I'm going with Verm. Is and then she'll ask me, "Is Rusty playing?" He's supposed to. But not if it's in Maryland. Not if it's right, in Maryland. right, right, right. That's, that's the question. Or lately, not even if it's in Virginia. Virginia. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's, true, <laughs> He's, that's up a couple. You gotta, catch him, you gotta catch him when you can. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. We're going to get to the Sony Open and Kevin Nas win, but right now, um, you know, I still haven't seen episode one or two of the Tiger documentary. I plan on catching it later this week, but I don't care about spoilers. Nothing, you know. Like there for me, you know, nothing like knowing what's going to happen as a spoiler movie. It's like I talked about last week, you right. know, Titanic and this time was the highest grossing movie when it came out, and everybody knew how that story ended. And but you still went to go see it. There's nothing. Right. This whole spoiler thing is weird to me. But anyway, um, uh, LB, you saw part two, correct? No, not yet. You didn't, Coach. No, Luke, but Coach, you saw part two. Okay. Yeah, now, LB, like do do you still do you have the same spoiler? You know, uh, uh, oh, not for this. That I have Okay, yeah. and Vern, you good too, right? We I'm all good. Know, I'm good. Yeah, I want to hear about. Right okay, yeah, so yeah. Coach um, LB gave us the brief on on part one. Now, part two, what 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 goes on with it? What did you think? What was going on? What was happening? Uh, you know, it, it was more of the same, more of what we already knew. It was some very very key points. Uh, what what what? Obviously, you know, being in in the climate that we're in. Right now, you, you see some of the things in, in – I teach social studies. Let me, let me say that. Okay. So, you know, yeah. sociology, uh, uh, African-American studies, those, I teach those things at, at the high school level. So always I look sometimes as a sociologist. Mm-hmm. And, and from the sociolo- sociological point of view, dealing with the climate that we're in right now, right. you looked at a few pieces in there. They talked about um, trying to take someone down. Uh, and, you know mm. – Tiger was his own his own worst enemy, uh, but he was he was he was also his own best hero. You with me? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it was like they were looking for something to tear him down at some level. Now Tiger helped himself out to sure. do things that plenty, he, plenty. There's no doubt about it. You know what I'm saying? You can't throw the blame game or anything. But what stuck out to me the most was uh, our guy at at uh, the Masters. What's his name? That the one that runs the Masters. The, the guy that runs the oh, oh uh, I can't think of it. Let me, um, let me look up his name real quick. No, go ahead. I can't uh, think, I can't I'll, get it. I'll come up with his name soon. He, he runs the Masters. He's yeah. like the president of the Masters or right, whatever. Right. Oh, like the club and everything? Old Turkey yeah. Neck. We'll just yeah, call him yeah, Old yeah, Turkey yeah. Neck. Yeah, yeah, okay. your man. Yeah. Your man. Yeah. Old, old OG, triple OG. And he, was, <laughs> he, he made it really sound bad uh, about what Tiger was going through when he decided not to play the Masters. After after that that you know debacle in his life, mm-hmm. Going mm-hmm. life. so it, it was it was it was just crazy. Would they have done that if that person had not been uh, of African American descent? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was that was that was like a really really big takeaway. The women and and the women, ah, eh, that you know that goes. You know, we've been around, we've seen it, we've seen it come, we've seen it go. Right. Uh, his and his excellence to the game to be able to come back and play with a broken leg and win the PGA Championship and just things like that. His mental fortitude unmatched, uh, and mm-hmm. even as he's older with diminished skills still mm-hmm. being able to play at a very, very high level and be dialed in and still win. Um, so it, it was good. It was good. It was good. It was an hour and two hours, two hours and 15 minutes. It was long. Oh, it was oh, so it was wow. even longer than part one. Yes, yeah. it was. It was okay. you, said part, you said part one was an hour, right, LB? Hour and a half. Hour and a half. Right, about Probably 90 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, found, he found out real quick. He found out real quick about where he stood. I mean, and this is something we all said, I think, in the community. As soon as it happened – all mm-hmm. that, oh, well, you know, I'm Cavalier, all that delineation mm-hmm. and all that, that went away right. real quick, didn't it? When all the oh, comments mm-hmm. came out about, yeah, yeah, you found out where you stood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's wild is, too, is, um, you know, when, when, when you saw what he was going through, once he kind of ascended back and kind of came back on the scene, from mm-hmm. what you hear, he was much more, he had much better camaraderie with other players on tour than he had mm-hmm. before. Because it's something about when, when you know, when, when you're Tiger part one and you're winning everything, you're the man, you, you know, you're not sitting around having dinner with other players and, and, and other caddies and other stories about that. And he just wasn't, you know, a real, like he wasn't really a friendly real guy. Dude. On tour. Mm-hmm. And that's fine yeah. if you want to be that assassin, you taking everybody out and, and whatever. But then when you hit a low point and you need someone to have your back, those same guys aren't going to have it. And I feel like when he came back almost – you know, God rest his soul, almost in a Kobe Bryant way where he was that way before. Then he had his issues in the Denver situation. And then, you know, when he, when he got yeah, yeah. in the locker room, he was much more. Humility. Going, exactly. He got humble. The value of my teammates. Humility, you know, that, 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 that certainly took over. Uh, and, and then looking at it, like it, my, my, the best thing I've seen was when he won the, uh, was the, it wasn't the PGA, it wasn't the Fed, he won the FedEx, the, the FedEx tournament. That was last year when they were walking up the, uh, the, the 18th fairway. Right. Winning. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was surreal. It was kind yeah, of yeah. surreal actually for, for what he had been through. Uh, and then to come back, not even the, the scandal, the scandal is life. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We all go through things in life and we have to try to rebound and, and we survive the best way we can. That was his personal and that was personal as well. So we're not to, let's not talk about Dustin Johnson, who's had a problem with cocaine and, 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 and mm-hmm. the same type of same. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So yeah, 100%. again, he don't look the same. He don't have the same skin color. He don't have the same lineage. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have that same mantle that Tiger did. But when, when Tiger was walking up that 18th green uh, down, it, was in, was, it wasn't in Augusta, but it was in, in Georgia where that tournament was played. And it was just amazing to see all those people mm-hmm. following him. And he was back. Um, so um, kudos to him. And, again, it's a man's personal story. Uh, we all got stories here on the call. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the listeners out there, everybody's got a story, and we've all had our highs and our lows, and just mm-hmm. you know, yeah. even in the midst of the, of everything that's going on, uh, we're able to get on this call, and I'm thankful to you guys for having me on to talk about golf and just you know, just regular stuff uh, in the midst of this this pandemic and the, uh, the 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 climate that we're in right now. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So let's go to the PGA Tour. Kevin now wins uh, the Sony Open. Um, I watched a lot of it. I uh, watched the last, uh, a lot of the last, uh, the final two rounds. By the way, I don't mind having, I mean, obviously with them being in, you know, in the Hawaii and out of the last two weeks, you know, you get primetime golf. 
Um, but I don't mind the late night golf and I don't mind when they're, you know, in Europe and we get the early morning golf. I like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so up uh, watching some primetime golf and uh, Kevin, I wins again, just showing how hard it is to win on tour. I think he's been on tour for 18 years or something like that. He started really young and he's only had five wins. It's yeah. hard to win mm-hmm. on tour, man. It's hard to do it. And he went through that issue where he, he where you know, he had the yips and like would play, play super slow and, and would take a practice wow. and just couldn't like gather the nerve to hit the ball. And he's, mm-hmm. he's screaming at himself on the tee box, like, ah, hit it, hit it. <laughs> and, then, and, and, and so to see him, you know, uh, 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 win again, um, you know, was, was super cool. And, um, uh, but I think the story really is the meltdown at the top of Brandon Steele, right? Uh, Brandon, that's the story that you, that you were focused on. Yeah. That was one of the, that was one of the things I wanted to talk about. I had sucks for Brendan Steele. That's what I had. So for those, for those who don't remember, uh, and probably don't, cause it's been a hell of 2020 was trash. Basically the Sony open last year, Brendan Steele came into the final round with, uh, up three strokes. So started out that day up three when it ended, uh, I want to say, who was it, Cameron? It was Cameron, uh, Cameron, not Cameron Wake. He plays football. Anyway, so he ended up. It wasn't Cameron Champ. It was Elvis Cameron. Yeah, I got it right here. So uh, Cameron Smith. Sorry, Cam yeah. Smith. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so 2020 last year, he comes into the final round. So, basically, I mean, how do you feel if you, if you go to the same tournament two years in a row, come in in the fourth round, I mean, mm-hmm. the final round ahead, and mm-hmm. take L's both times. So last time the way it played out was, uh, so Wildlife Country Club, three-stroke lead. Um, he shot one over that day, so, which left the door open. Cam Smith walked through the door. Mm-hmm. And then in the playoff, he birdied and uh, – Cam Smith birdied and Brenda still bogeyed. So it's like, okay, cool. You choked that one up. It is what it is. Come in <laughs> this Sunday up two. <laughs> up two mm-hmm. strokes, much to my chagrin because I didn't bet on Brenda still. I bet on <laughs> – Webb Simpson and the leader from Canada never been on Canada I'm sorry Canada so <laughs> let me go see <laughs> uh, anyway so yeah so anyway so Cam Smith beats him last year so this year he comes up two up and again gives it up again like like Claude mm-hmm. said started he choked it away uh, I think on the I think it was on the back mm-hmm. yeah. on, on, the, on the back nine so before I and, and so I mean you guys know how it played out Kevin Nall ended up and there was no playoff and you know Kevin mm-hmm. Nall ends up closing the deal and that's twice in a row at the same course, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, in the same tournament. So, you, right. and it sucks because you know you play that course well, but you just, you just, you just can't close. Mm-hmm. I just want to, so a sidebar to that was I asked. Um, uh, before, asked you, before you get to that question, uh, but Kevin Na had the birdie that to, to, to avoid the playoff. And I, to me, that was clutch too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, he had yeah, the birdie no, 18. Like, he you know did. Right? Well, yeah. you know what? The chip was the clutch. If y'all didn't see it. Yeah, the chip was. Yeah, his approach, I think it was a par five, right? His yeah. second, par five. His second shot went long. Yeah, second shot went long with the back of the green. And his third, he put it within a foot. Like, the, he, he's going to, you know, they're going to make that foot putt. Um, mm-hmm. Like, you're absolute trash on Phil or something. But um, <laughs> let me say Jordan. Let me not disrespect Phil. Let me say Jordan. But uh, so, sidebar to that is uh, uh, Bones. So, on the, broad, on the broadcast, Bones McKay, right? Jim, Jim Bones mm-hmm. McKay. Long yeah. time, a beast caddy, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, on the tour. I like him. I don't know if y'all like his commentary and stuff. I like yeah, him. I mm-hmm. Yeah. He, get, he gets me the same feel as Tony Romo, where when they ask him something, like you can hear the passion of his, he starts basically caddying for the players. They're like, oh, Jim, what should he do here? Blah, blah, blah. But the point is. And that's what I like. I, I like that perspective that he brings because he sounds like a caddy and not just an analyst. You know exactly. what I mean? He sounds like he's right. giving he's you got a little a different more voice. Right, yeah, he, right. he speaks very plainly. So one thing he said that surprised me that led me to the question I'm about to ask 
was they asked him to say, hey, what do you tell Brendan here? It was coming up on like, I don't know, 13 or 14. Like, hey, what do you, and in my mind, because I don't know anything about golf, obviously, like if I'm a cat, I'm thinking he's going to say something like, hey, you know, just steady the ship and blah, blah, blah. He said, no, nah, man, I'm telling you need to make some birdies. You got to make something happen, bro. He said, you, mm-hmm. you can't, he said, pars and all this laying up in the fairways, that's not going to cut it. You need to make some birdies. I was like, damn, right? I didn't, and that made me think, your caddy, if for, when the relationship is really good, your caddy is really has to know you well and basically mm-hmm. kind of right. has to be your coach. They got to know what yeah. buttons to push. Mm-hmm. It can't just be like, well, if you just make pars, I think we'll be okay. That's not going to work. Right. So, so that made me think, as far as often as I played with LB and Claude, I, I asked him, uh, I, I basically asked him, I said, look, if they was caddying for me and we're in a tournament and we're, we're some money on the line for both of us, uh, I've been shaky all day, right? It's three holes to go. Uh, and I've been scrambling to hold on to my, my lead. What, based on what they know about me, what does each of them say to me? Uh, when, we walk, when we walk onto the tee box on 16, what do they say to get me to act right? What do they say to get me to clutch out the W? <laughs> You know what I'm saying because I because before you answer, I just thought I was like, man, what would I because I thought, what would I say? What would I say to Brendan Still or you know, mm-hmm. one of you guys or something like that? So, so you had time to think about that. I, I want to hear Claude's answer first. Like, what, what's, what's up? What do you think? So, so here's the thing. So, and, you know, and, and Coach Howell can probably vouch for some of this. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, you coach, I guess you, it, I would have to stay true to who I am while mm-hmm. understanding how you receive instruction. Okay. And the thing about Vern is that you don't have to play easy with Vern, like, you can. You can, you can go at them, and it won't be personal, right? But that's not necessarily my style. And so, Vern, what I would do is, you are, if you're already up and you're at 16 and you're scrambling and you're just trying to hold on, but you're already up, obviously right. we've, been, we've been playing fine these, the first three rounds in, 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 in and in a nine, okay? Right. We had a plan. I would, like, listen, dude, breathe, and you need to remember the plan. You know, because okay. I'm thinking you're already beating yourself up. So right. what I'm trying to do is get you off of you no, and get back focused on the plan. Like okay. we have a like we have a plan for this. You've birdied this like whatever I don't know whatever what you did on 16, is, yeah. but it's like yo yeah. round one, two, and three. You birdied this. It's birdie, birdie, birdie. We do this. What I, I will try to get you to focus on one shot at a time, but for the most part, try to get you off of like beating yourself up and getting that. I'm scrambling. Oh, how am I going to, and really get you just to focus back on what the plan was like, yo, we can win this. Okay. Right, get, right. Focus back on what the plan was and just take it one shot at a time. I mean, it's a cliche, but that's what, that's what no. I would do. So take so take it off of the potential result. Cause you could tell like you already exactly. think about the fact that you're about to lose this thing. Exactly. Focus, focus in on the, on the joint. All right. So LB, this will be particular. All we can do is, 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 is <laughs> it's like, it's like when you, when you, it's like when you watch football, right. And, and a team is down by 10 points, and it's only in the fourth quarter. And I mean, the first quarter. And all they do, and they stop running the ball. And you're like, yeah. why did you abandon the run? Like, it's way yeah. too early for that. And so it's like, no, no, no. We still have a chance. We've got three more holes to go. Like, right. we got 16, 17, and 18. Stick like to the plan. There's no right. need to abandon stuff. There's no need to – I'm not taking driver off the tee box anymore. Like, no, stop. Like, forget that. We're going to stick to what we knew. To what we know. Because I wouldn't do that. I'll start being like, all right, you know, I'm just going to hit irons, punch. Yeah, like, irons. no, we're not. Sure. Like, no, no, no. We're not going to finesse nothing. We're not going to change anything. No, you're going to hit the shot. You're all going right. to hit the shot. All right. And then maybe I, I put mean, money on it. Like, I bet you $5 you're not going to hit it. And then yeah, you would. You're not really respond. You're not really respond. Well, see, that, that's where my uh, answer starts is with the money. Okay. Because I know that, at least I think I know that, whenever money is on the line, Vern turns it up a notch. A little bit. <laughs> so I would remind Vern that his money, as well as my money as the caddy, is that stake here. And all, and it's going to be a lot of MFs and some Fs <laughs> in my, in my uh, talk to you. <laughs> you can't be messing up my blankety-blank oh. money. 
So get out here and do what you've been doing for the last three rounds, and let's take this thing home, man. Now, now, now you, know you, so, I, you know you can do it. I know you can do it. Just do okay. the damn thing so we can go. All right. <laughs> now, what's so funny, before you answer, because what's so funny about that is I already imagined, because I know it'll be so well. I was like, it's going to be something where they're going to be looking at the telecast. I was like, I was like, oh, Jim, is, uh, is, is Brooks and Brown, are they squaring up at each other? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, they are. It look, oh, looks God. like Brooks is berating Brown. Well, you know what's going to happen when you let this hip-hop culture in golf. Right. <laughs> right. Well, I know Brown's got those Jordans on, and, you know, those, those guys uh, – they get rowdy. <laughs> uh, how about how about you, coach? I mean, because uh, yeah, it's a fair question for you because you coach them up every day. You play with me enough, or whatever. If I'm coming in on 16, I need to tighten up. Like, wh- like where do you where you go with it? It's a, it's a tricky question, and uh, you know the, the 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 main thing is I probably need a new caddy because I was in the same position last year, and, <laughs> and we didn't win. And I'm at the same position again this year. After nine, up two, scrambling a little bit. Yeah, whatever he told them, or whatever I'm telling you. You still don't win because Kevin Nye wins. Three years in a row. The same course, same tournament. You know, it's in January. The field is light. This is your best chance right now, your best opportunity to get a win. Not saying that you can't compete with everybody else. However, the field is not as deep as it normally would be Mm -hmm. at a PGA event. But hold hold up. I'm going to stop you right there. So you you putting Brendan Steele's uh, loss on the cabinet? Well, you got to put it on somebody because that's the coach. <laughs> the the caddy ain't swinging the club. <laughs> he's not, but he's telling them, you know, he's telling them everything. He's looking back for confirmation, and he's going with that. You have to go with something that you think that you can trust. Uh-huh. And obviously, you know, it's the blame game. At the end of the day, sure, the, the right thing to say is, is yeah, I could have, I, I missed it on seventeen to the right a little bit, and you know. But in the back of his mind is is that Bone said I was three paces to the left, <laughs> to the left, and I was in the trap. So, you know, like I listened back to the telecast, and Bones was giving me better advice on TV than you was giving me right here on the court. You're done. That, that would be trash. Coach, but what would you tell Vern on 16? Yeah, that was the question. Yeah, doing yeah. What would you tell him? You're my caddy. I tell him to calm down, play his game. Just play mm-hmm. your game. Just play your game, Vern. You know, this this what this what got us here. It's no need, like you said. Uh, Claude, ain't no need to tinkering with anything else. You yeah. don't need to be trying some Nothing new. stuff. I know you can hit your three wood 220 mm-hmm. and you're 260 out. So if this is a short layup, go ahead and do what you do with your three wood. Right. You don't need to pull out that four iron that you that you like to hit, that cut, that you <laughs> like to hit. Okay? You don't need to do that right now. Mm-hmm. Right. You mm-hmm. know? And at the end of the day, it falls on you. It falls on you. And, and that's the point about – Golf being a, a totally, totally individual sport, you can right. get all of the, uh, the the answers and all that uh, the, the intel on the hole, the wind, uh, the, the the paces. You the, still got to execute. You, you can get all that. Mm-hmm. You still got to follow through. You got to hit that ball. I do think I would be a great caddy for Vern, and I'll tell you why. Because Vern, who, and I think maybe the only person in our group when we come up to a short par four always encourages you to drive, try to drive the green and will put one of my own – it sounds weird. I will put my own, my own balls yeah. in your hand. Your own golf, your own golf ball. Yeah, golf ball, that is. I reach into my golf bag and I put on a golf ball and say, you can even hit one of mine. And I don't give you a water ball. I give you my TaylorMade Project A's or, yeah. or, or yeah. Tyler's Pro V1. I say, go for it. We did it at Compass Point. 
We've mm-hmm. done it at what was the other Montgomery we did County? It at Rattlewood. We do it at Rattlewood. Mm-hmm. Anywhere where there's, there's a drought, like three or four court. times. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and I say, Vern, I don't care about the water. Go for it, and and you usually hit it. You usually hit it and put I it do. right there most on the of the time. For the so most weird. part, right? He goes for it. He gets there. He either gets it or he gets really close. But then I don't know what happens after that. Okay. So whatever Claude had next for the rundown is uh... <laughs> LB, did you have any Manny Millions for this? Yes, I, yes, I did. Um, so, Coach, real quick, I want to explain what the Manny Millions is in case there's any like you or anyone else who made it. Because Coach don't listen to the podcast, so he probably has never heard Manny Millions. <laughs> right. I've heard <laughs> listen to the show, yeah. Um, so, the, but the Manny Millions, so I've got a son. He's eight. We call him, his, name, his name is Claude, but we call him Manny. <laughs> He loves golf. He goes out there and plays a lot. And so I don't want to be the I don't want to be the dad that puts all this pressure on him to be great and, and the greatest golfer ever and win all these tournaments. So we started this a couple of years ago where we said we're going to see how much you make on the tour if you play each um, each tournament. Mm-hmm. You don't win them, but you make the cut and finish last. It's like right. I'm telling all I want you to do, son, is. Make the cut and finish last. <laughs> last. Right, exactly. Because I don't want to put any pressure on him. It's not the best parenting skill. You know, he'll never be Tiger Woods with me doing that. But you, you can win uh, almost $600,000 a year on tour if you mm-hmm. make Six, every eight, cut and finish nice at living. last. Play mm-hmm. the game you like playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, counting, so now we, we figure out, we, yes. we do these numbers every week with the tournament. So LB, right. Manny right. Miller. So here we go. So this week's uh, last place winner is Mr. Jerry Kelly. Uh, he mm-hmm. finished even. He won $13,134. Mr. Uh, Kelly is 5'11", 165 pounds, 54 years old. He's, oh. uh, he's, getting, he's in, my, in my neighborhood. Um, <laughs> he's married with he one kid. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, from Madison, Wisconsin, and he still plays from uh, Wisconsin, not like most golfers who've moved to Florida. Yeah. Um, so here's some uh, – I'll give you his stats, and then we'll – and part of this too, coaches, we, we try and pick uh, – I'm going to give you some stats and you got to guess what you think his career earnings is, okay? All right, okay. so here we go. Mr. Kelly uh, joined the well, – he went pro in 1989, but he joined the Good, PGA huh? Tour in 96, 1996. Okay. Okay? He has three PGA wins. He has seven second places. It's hard to win, Claude. Ten third-place finishes. He has 91 top 10s. Ooh, oh, that's where 90, the money is. 91 top 10s. <laughs> Out of 612 events, he made 401 cuts. What is money. his career earnings? Uh, and this is just PGA. And he also plays on the Champions Tour now, but we so just count the PGA money. So going to get or are you going to give me some numbers to choose no, from? No, no I, just gave, I just gave you all the numbers. Price, price, did I win last night? <laughs> I, like, I feel like I was the last. Did probably I did. Yeah, it's okay. okay. You don't have to ask. Yeah, you're probably, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. His career earnings. His career earnings. Yeah, His career PGA earnings. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to go. So listen, that that many top ten, 91 top tens. That's strong. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, 18 million dollars. Okay. I'm going to go a little higher. I had him about uh, I had him about 29, 29 okay. mil. What's this guy's name? Jerry, Jerry Kelly. Kelly. You've seen him on it. He's he's big on the Champions Tour. Three now. wins, ninety-one top tens, and a bunch of cuts. Some cuts made. Yeah, career earnings. Career, career earnings. earnings. Yeah, yep. just as close as you can. Mm-hmm. There's no money on this coach. It's just right. Yeah, just, just <laughs> take a guess at. No, no need for a cut. Twelve five. Twelve five. Twelve five. Twelve five. Okay. All right. All right. So, in. 
now this is this has happened a couple of times now. So okay. I, I I gotta question it. I, I have to question it because it's happened. It's happened more than once now. Right. Vern's right uh, on on the dollar, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> See, Vern's twenty. It's twenty nine <laughs> million fifty three thousand dollars wow. seven hundred and seven hundred and nine. Let's go. I'm so back. when you when you when you place in the top ten ninety one times, that's that's going to get you you know yeah. close to twenty. Yeah, I mean even on the Champions Tour, he's been on the Champions Tour uh, set from twenty seventeen to twenty twenty, played in eighty two events. You know they don't they don't have a cut on the Champions Tour. Right. Oh, I didn't know and, that. No, they don't. And okay. he's made uh, six point seven million just on the Champions Tour. And all those guys are getting their butts kicked by Burhard Langer. I mean, yeah. he's kicking butts. Yeah, soon, and soon yeah. Phil. Weekly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Well, yeah, so that's go, pretty everybody. good. Um, I, just, I had a couple, just a couple things I want to clarify. Um, okay. And last week, so I, I, I happened to listen to our podcast, our show last week when I was, I was at the range, matter of fact. Oh, I saw Brendan at the range. Oh, let me, quick story. So I went to, I went to uh, Old New Golf Park last week. Mm-hmm. So Vern, and I actually did meet Vern last week, and I picked up a, a Ping G400 driver. Mm-hmm. That's a, fairly new. You bought one of those? Yeah, I got one from Second Swing. I wasn't using it. I was collecting dust. Yeah. A, a really? Titleist. Like, oh, I don't know oh, what the Titleist is. <laughs> What's the Titleist driver? The Titleist uh, driver. You've seen that one, Coach. You've seen the Titleist driver. Coach is looking bewildered like I didn't tell him something. Yeah. <laughs> it, and, <laughs> the D, and it was a, 13, a, a 2013 uh, Titleist driver, whatever the DS13. Oh, I don't want the Titleist driver with the G4. I got the ping. Five. I got the G uh, G four hundred the five wood. I had the four the five wood. Uh, that was my not one. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't well, know I let didn't. me let me tell you, you. You can get in line for it because uh, and I and I got the uh, I try. I'm trying the tailor made whatever that one is. Right. So so I so I'm I went to the range. I'm hitting. I'm you know I go to the bay and I'm I'm hitting balls or whatever. And, you know, I'm hitting balls, and, you know, you feel like somebody's watching you. And I turned mm-hmm. around, and Brendan is just standing there watching me, <laughs> watching me swing. So, fortunately, I hit a couple good ones, because as soon as he left, I went to hell. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Brendan, uh, I hit a, Brendan coaches his longtime instructor. He's a guy who's been teaching LB for a long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's uh, the pro up at uh, Only Golf Park. Right. So, uh, he comes over to the clubs. And now, I'm telling him, I said, well, Vern had these in the basement, you know, part of his, his arsenal of drivers that he wasn't using. So, I'm trying some out to see which ones work, whatever. So, he take them all out. He looks at he said, and he looks at the ping. He said, you're not gonna be to hit that one. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. He says uh, he picks up the tail of me. He said this one you might be to hit, but you got to move the move the weights. He told me oh, I needed wow. to move the weights, and I didn't okay. have the tool to do that, so I hit it anyway. And I hit the tail the uh, Titleist. Out of the three, the Titleist actually I hit that one best of, of all of them. Okay. And he was right. I did try that ping 400, and I couldn't do a thing with it because he said something about it being. I forget what he said, but oh, it was going to be squirrely or something. He said, "Okay, okay." When I hit it, he wasn't going to go. He said, "You're not going to be the tell where that was going to go." But the Titleist actually was of the three was the best one. So he invited me to come up there one day and bring them, and he would put me on a launch monitor and see which we could actually test them out and see which one uh, it would perform the best. Did you have the three wood too? Because I had a set. Did you take both or no? No, just I just had, had the drivers. drivers. Okay, just okay. The drivers. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, so how I got to that point, I wanted to clarify three mistakes we had in last week's episode okay. that oh, I heard. Errors on emissions. Uh, yeah, 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 there you go. That, that what you just said. Um, I had called Steve Williams somebody, uh, some other first name, I forget what I called him, but it wasn't his name instead of Steve, Tiger's old caddy, uh, Steve Williams. I called him, I don't know, Charles Williams or something, I don't know. Okay. But I could fix that. The... Um, <laughs> Tiger's mother, when we was talking about Tiger, uh, mom called him Phil. Had a, she had a nickname for Phil. Mm-hmm. She called him Hefty Lefty. 
Um, that's, <laughs> that, that was the what I could remember last week. And I thank Rodney. He texted me uh, by uh, with the correct <laughs> pronunciation. And uh, when we were talking about the black population in the United States, I think Vern, you said it was like uh, 11 million or something. We're actually 13.4. So oh, we're, we're oh, oh, okay. I said 11%. I thought it was 11%. My bad. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it was 13, 13.4%. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Oh, All right. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. So those are the corrections from last week. I don't think we've ever done that before, corrected mistakes. We usually just say whatever. Yeah. And if it's right, it's right. Yeah. It's wrong. It's, yeah. <laughs> wrong. I mean, it's kind of his no, Nobody's <laughs> checking us anyway. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we were. So I'm going to say anything quickly about, um, I mean, it's, it's a no story, but uh, <laughs> about Ralph Lauren dropping uh, Justin Thomas after he's, he said the F word on uh, the telecast. That's, that's two weeks ago now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. we talked about it last week, you know what I mean? Um, uh, not necessarily with Ralph Lauren, but I mean, we live in a can- cancel culture, you know what I mean? For yeah. good or bad or whatever, indifferent. I'm not like necessarily part of that, you know what I mean? But I mean, you expect it, I guess, you know what I mean? Um, you know, but we talked about sensitivities, I guess, with that. Because, I, mm-hmm. I mean, because, you know, guys, I'll start ra- rambling off about the stuff and then we'll be on here for 30 minutes. So if we, okay. anyone want to hear exactly what okay. I was talking about regarding that, go back to the last episode and listen and, and mm-hmm. listen to it. At the beginning, um, yes. But, yeah, I mean, anybody got any thoughts about Ralph Lauren? I mean, it's, a, it's nah. you know, nah. yeah. About the I, don't wear the, I don't wear their product anyway, so it doesn't matter to me. So, um, we'll so with this week, we do have the American Express tournament coming up at La Quinta, California mm-hmm. at the PGA West Stadium course. Um, mm-hmm. We we got Phil Hefty Lefty with an old Hefty Lefty field playing. Brooks is supposed to play, come back out of wherever he's at. Mm-hmm. Patrick Reed, Patrick Cantley, uh, Tony Finau is coming back from his COVID, um, whatever he's he's going to play. And Jim uh, John Rom did withdraw from this week's tournament. Um, that's that's about it on that. I think uh, well, it's not just about it. Not mentioning your por- your mm-hmm. report is Ricky Fowler making a comeback, my eight-year-old son's favorite golfer. And so he's going to be glued to the TV to watch Ricky is, Fowler. I was, well, that was my question because I, I didn't see him in the field. So he is going to play? He is going to play. Okay. Um, okay. And, yeah, so uh, uh, so he'll be he'll be rooting for Ricky, who had a tough year last year. Apparently mm-hmm. there was something there's something going on with him. He uh, uh, there, there was this feature on him on the Golf Channel on one of their shows. They talked about uh, th- that's how I knew he was playing. They were saying he's going to mm-hmm. play. And they want to see if he can get some of that distance back. They said, last year, like, he lost almost 20 to 25 yards per drive really? uh, right off the tee ball. Wow. Yeah, and have no clue. I do remember earlier in the year, I mean, he recently got married. He had some kind of illness or something early in the year. Mm-hmm. So right. maybe he just didn't fully recover, but he played okay when golf was making that comeback because he was part of one of those matches when golf was making his comeback post COVID, yeah. ra- raise some money, and he played fine in that. So, but you know, I don't know. No, yeah, who knows? It could be the the illness. It could be the 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 fact that he's a newlywed. Who knows what it? Who knows what's yeah. destroying his game? <laughs> the small, as we know in golf, the small things can tinker with your game and yes, <laughs> and and send it all to hell. Who absolutely, knows? absolutely. Yeah, there we go. All right, folks, this is Golf DMV. Coach, thank you so much for joining us yeah, this yeah, week. Coach. Blessing us with your presence, man. Uh, uh, this was fun. We got to do it again. Maybe now you'll listen to the show since we since we had you on. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, just being on, thanks for having me. Uh, I, I love playing with you guys. And now getting a chance to kick it uh, like the good fellows over here on the, on the DMV podcast, we're mm-hmm. definitely going to make it happen moving forward. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about the Vegas golf courses, though. We were supposed to talk about that. That wasn't. I got sent I, notice. I, <laughs> I said he may get to some of these. Some of these he may not do. Okay, so just let it. Not. Just let it go. Yeah, yeah, we we're going to get you back on the show. Okay. We'll get you back on the show, and we're going to talk about Oh, maybe when things open up, we we can do because last time we went to Vegas, Vegas Fall Whistle, I don't think we recorded there. 
So yeah. next time we go, we can record and we can get mm-hmm. coached and we can talk about the we can talk about Vegas golf and we'll make sure we do that. Absolutely. Thanks Thank for you. having me, guys, and continued success. Absolutely, you, guys. Go to golfdmv.com. Uh, uh, check out our, uh, our sponsor, uh, Cache Spawn Sports, conveniently located in Silver Spring, Maryland. Folks, we'll be back next week.